in a fearful world where there's so much to be afraid of, how can David say, whom shall I fear? Do you think he could really be like that when he was in danger? When he had every reason to be afraid? Psalm 27, we have a song for when we are afraid. And I want you to see that actually it's a song for every day, not just when we're afraid. Firstly, David says, in a fearful world, we can delight in knowing the Lord as our stronghold. Isn't it a great verse that he starts with? The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? They're such wonderful and reassuring and and strong words, aren't they? David knows how fearful the world can be. He's had years of being hunted down by Saul. And he knows too, as a warrior, what it's like to have a stronghold, a fortress, a castle where the enemy can't get in. But he knows something better than a stronghold. For what could be stronger than the Lord? That's why he's so confident in verses 2 and 3, isn't he? The wicked may advance to devour me, he says, but they will stumble and fall. An army may besiege me, but my heart will not fear. I will be confident. In a fearful world, David trusts in the Lord's protection, and so he is not afraid. But the wonderful thing is that he doesn't just trust the Lord for protection. He pictures the stronghold now as a house, not just any house, but the house of the Lord, verses 4 and 5. David's not a priest. He's from the wrong tribe to literally dwell in the house of the Lord. No, it's a metaphor, even for him, a metaphor for knowing God, for communion with God, for a relationship with God. And when you know the Lord as a stronghold, when you know him like that, David says, he will protect you. But it's even better than that for David. Imagine for a moment a wife who lives behind a large wall, who knows that her husband is strong and mighty and has guards on the wall and will protect her. She knows that no one, will take her away from him. She might say, whom shall I fear? But imagine for a moment that she has no love for her husband. In fact, she feels like a prisoner in her own home. She does not delight in her stronghold. But David says it is nothing like that with the Lord. One thing I ask, he says, This only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord and gaze upon his beauty. You see, he not only trusts in the Lord for his protection, because he's his stronghold, he delights in knowing him. He delights in knowing him more than anything else.
in a fearful world, David delights in knowing the Lord as his stronghold. So he's able to say, Whom shall I fear? And we, in this fearful world, where there is so much to fear, where we fear what someone or something may do to us, well, if we belong to Jesus, then the Lord is your light, your salvation, your stronghold, no matter what it is that you fear. It is not stronger than our Father. He is stronger. And so you can be confident. And in this fearful world where, where we fear, and this is my fear, that we fear of what we, we lose what is most precious to us, or rather who is most precious to us. When you see the beauty of the Lord, when you delight in knowing him more than anything else, then you not only know that he protects you and will provide for you like a shepherd, you know that actually you cannot lose what is most precious to you. For what is most precious to you is knowing our Father. In a fearful world, we can delight in knowing our Father as our stronghold. And like David, we can say, Whom shall I fear? What do we do with this truth? What do we do with these words? They are wonderful words and wonderful truths. But how can I learn to be convinced about them? How can I learn not to fear? It seems to me that though he gives examples in verses 2 and 3, I don't think there's any sign in these verses, in this first half of this song, that David is in danger, that he's under attack. No, this song, this first part of the song at least, is not just for when he's afraid, not just for when he's in danger. This is a song for every day. For it's a song that David is singing to himself. He's not singing to the Lord here. He doesn't say you. He's singing to himself. He's talking to himself. He's teaching himself to trust to not be afraid. And we need to do the same, don't we? We're constantly talking to ourselves about the situation that we're in, about how dangerous it is or how much we're afraid of it. We need to learn to talk to ourselves about the Lord, our stronghold. Why not learn verse 1? The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? What a great verse to have on the mirror in the morning. As you don't know what's going to happen that day. But you know that the Lord is with you. And he is your stronghold. Maybe you've got a song that you could sing to yourself as you go throughout the day. A song that reminds you that the Lord is your stronghold and you have no need to be afraid. How about be strong and courageous? For the Lord of the ages holds all his little ones safe. Or perhaps God is our strength and refuge, a present help in trouble. Like David, 
in this fearful world, we can delight in knowing the Father as our stronghold. And like David, in this fearful world, we need to teach ourselves to delight in knowing him. But there's a striking change, isn't there, in the second half of the psalm. He's so confident in those first six verses. The Lord is my stronghold. My enemies will stumble and fall. I'm in no danger. Whom shall I fear? Says David. And yet, have a look at verse 9. He is afraid. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. Verse 12. Do not turn me over to the desire of my foes. David now is afraid. Is this really the same person? Is this really the same song? Of whom shall I fear? And Lord, do not desert me. Well, it may seem strange at first, but it's actually not strange. It's just very human, isn't it? David is just like us. You know what it's like. You can be at church surrounded by people, and we miss this, don't we? But surrounded by people singing together, and we sing with confidence. Be strong and courageous. God is my strength and refuge. And then just an hour later, the next day perhaps, as we live in this fearful world and our friends desert us, or we're afraid of sickness or of losing our job or an accident or something happening to those we love, all our confidence is gone. We're afraid. It's not that we weren't confident. It's real. It's genuine. But the world is a scary place. And when we're afraid, we really ask, don't we, is God really still with me? Will he really protect me? Does he really love me? What is it that's happened for David here? What is it that has caused him to be so anxious and afraid? Verse 12, he says, False witnesses rise up against me, spouting malicious accusations. Seems clear, doesn't it, in verse 10, that people are forsaking him. I find this is really striking, isn't it? He said before he'd, he'd be uh, confident if an army attacked him. But it's not an army. It's just people. People who make false accusations against him, who say lies about him. It's people who reject him. And rejection is painful. And it's scary. You know the old saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. We only ever say that to say that it's not true, don't we? And it is not true. Words do hurt us. They don't just hurt us. They trouble us. They shake us. Why? Because even when the lies are not true, We know that we're not perfect, don't we? We know that we're not perfectly innocent. We know that we don't deserve God to accept us and protect us. He knows everything about us. And so even though we know God will be our stronghold, we know that in theory, 
we still worry. Why wouldn't God forsake us? It'd be fair enough for him to do so. And so we're so unsettled and afraid. I wonder, have you ever felt like that? Perhaps it's not so much when people accuse you or forsake you. It's when you're in real danger of sickness or death and you're afraid. And you really do wonder, is God still with you? Will God forsake you? Have you ever felt like that? Perhaps you feel like that right now. And what does David do with his fear? Well, because he has taught himself to delight in knowing God as his stronghold, because of the song for every day, he's able to face the scary day when he is afraid. Verse 8, his heart says, Seek God's face, and he seeks God's face, doesn't he, with great honesty. Do not hide your face from me. That's exactly how he's feeling, and he says it. Do not reject me or forsake me, he says. And he reminds himself, God, verse 9, you have been my helper. You are my saviour. He knows his God. And so he reminds himself that he can trust his God. And have a look at verse 10. It is is so precious. Though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. I know some of you know what that is like. A family member, father, mother, your child, turns away from you. And the relationship is broken and it is so painful. But you see what he says? Even though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. So I will wait for the Lord, he says. In a fearful world where others accuse you and forsake you and you are afraid, David seeks God. He remembers God is his stronghold and he depends upon him. So when we're afraid, especially when people forsake us or accuse us, and we really do wonder, will God forsake us? What do we do with our fear? We should remember David, shouldn't we? And not pretend about how we're feeling and pretend that we're just pure confidence. No, we can be honest with God and cry out to him like David. But not just remember David, we need to remember Jesus, don't we? He was falsely accused. He was forsaken by people. And in the end, he was forsaken by God, wasn't he? forsaken by God to pay for our sin. So you and I would not be forsaken. In Romans 8, it's like the first half of this psalm, isn't it? Verse 31, it's so confident. If God is for us, who can be against us? So when you face accusations when you're forsaken by other people, when you're afraid of sickness or losing your job, 
admit that you're afraid. But know that if God is for you, then whatever is standing against you is not stronger. And he is for you, says Romans 8. He did not spare his own son for you. If people accuse you, if your own heart accuses you, who will bring any charge against us? It is God who justifies. And Christ Jesus, at God's right hand, intercedes for us. And verse 35, what confidence. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship, persecution or danger? No. Paul says, I am convinced that in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For Jesus has conquered all these things for us. Here is a song for every day. Here is a song for when we are afraid. Is this a promise of deliverance, though, that our enemies will always stumble and fall, that we will lead a charmed existence? Back in 1885, I was reading, uh, Bishop Hannington came to Victoria Falls in Africa and he was seized and imprisoned by the local chief. And as he lay uh, imprisoned, consumed with vermin, delirious with pain and facing death, as he was walking through the valley of the shadow of death, he wrote these words. He said, I am quite broken down and low, comforted by Psalm 27. A psalm, a song for when he was afraid. He read these words that the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? He read those words and he was comforted. Why? Was he sure that he would be released? That he would survive? No, the day after he wrote those words, at age 37, he was taken out and killed. Psalm 27 is not a promise that what we fear won't come to pass. No, we live in a fearful world and suffering and death will come. Why was he comforted? Because he knew that the Lord was his stronghold and that there is nothing more powerful than him. Like David, no doubt, he cried out to God with his fears and he knew that he could not be more safe than in his father's care, that he could not be separated from his father's love. And the one thing he delighted in more than anything else, knowing this God, he could never lose. No wonder he was comforted by this song. A song for every day that we might learn to delight in the Lord our stronghold 
and a song for when we are afraid that we might cry out to him and have confidence that he will never leave us. Let's pray. Our Father, you are our light and our salvation. Whom shall we fear? Our Father, you are the stronghold of our lives. Of whom shall we be afraid? Our Father, help us to teach ourselves, to speak these words, to sing these words, that we might learn to delight in knowing you as our stronghold. And Father, when we are afraid, Father, help us to know and help us to cry out with our fears, with our insecurities. Help us to be honest with you and to know, even in those times, that you will never leave us nor forsake us, that you continue our stronghold and that nothing can separate us from your love. We ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen.